Good morning. There's a story in the canon, in the Suzuki Roshi canon. At one time, uh, when he was at Tassajara, he had been working. And after he was finished working, he went back to his cabin and his, um, his attendant was there. And uh, Suzuki Roshi washed his feet. Um, he'd probably been moving rocks or something. Uh, washed his feet and then his attendant uh, handed him a towel and pinched his big toe. And Suzuki Roshi said, this is what a bodhisattva does. <clears throat> a bodhisattva sees, what's, sees what someone needs and gives it to them. I wanted to say a few words today about the, the paramita of dana. So it, it, it is a, um, one of the paramitas, the perfections, and it means generosity. In the U.S., I can't speak for other countries, but in the U.S., it's often synonymous with uh, money in terms of giving dana to a temple or to a teacher or uh, to an organization. And really, I would like to go past that and just talk about the spirit of generosity. The Chinese character for dana literally means crossing to the other shore. So in, in a sense, really what we're talking about is dana as a transformative act. Generosity is transformation. I heard one teacher tell a story once about the Buddha. He um, uh, a rich merchant came to see him and said, you know, I really uh, want to make, um, make donations, but I can't let go of the money. I can't let go of the money. So he, he, had, he had the willing, the, the willing heart, but uh, there was something in him that couldn't quite let go. <clears throat> and so what the, what the Buddha had him do <clears throat> what the Buddha had him do was to take money from one hand and then put it into the other and then just go back and forth just as a practice of learning how to let go uh, 
So as you know, as a transformative act, you know, he's learning how to to give freely of himself, and in this instance, to give freely to himself. We often think about dana as a practice of generosity towards others, <clears throat> but we often don't think of dana as an act of generosity towards ourselves. So it was, a, it was an act of generosity <clears throat> for this for this man to learn how to let go, so he could be freer with himself as well too. <clears throat> and in doing so, <coughs> pardon me, <clears throat> and in doing so what we find is that culting is a, a spirit of generosity is also cultivating a way to overcome the three poisons of greed, hate, and delusion. That this generosity is actually a means of connection and connecting. So, at Tassahara, there is the practice, some of you have heard me talk about this, but there is the practice of bowing. So the students at Tassahara, when they pass each other, um, on, the, on the path, you stop and you bow. So there's the practice of stopping and bowing to each other as, as an acknowledgement. Come to a complete stop, hands in gusho, you stop and bow. It does not matter what your relationship is with the person, whether it's a friend or someone that you don't especially get along with, you stop and then you bow. And this bowing is so, it's, um, it's so transformative I think in a way because it is it's something that's not inherent in our Western culture, this, this practice of bowing. So to bowing, to bow is to make ourselves vulnerable. Because when we, when we think about it, if we stop and we bow, we're literally exposing the back of our neck to someone. So it's a, it's a very intense, form of vulnerability. So what we're saying is, I, I trust you. My, my dana to this person <clears throat> is to offer them my neck, so to speak. And they offer, just as they offer us theirs. And we know we're not going to harm each other. This generosity 
the spirit of generosity. We may not <clears throat> have it right away. We may aspire to. And the aspiration is always a good place to start. This is really what sets the, the, the ball in motion. So just as this merchant had the aspiration to do it, he just needed a little extra help. And that's really a good description of all of us. We all need a little extra help. We all need a helping hand. And one way to think of this generosity is in the precept of, I vow to take what is not given. And refraining from what is not as ours, what is not ours. But also another way we can look at this, another point of view is, I vow to offer what's needed. We can see it from both sides. I heard a story not long ago of this young woman um, who was out in California and she would do these early morning ocean swims. She would swim along the coast and it was dark. She would go out early in the morning when it was dark. I think she was about 17. And this was just part of her routine. She loved to swim. She loved open water swimming. And one morning while she was, she was out swimming, she began getting this feeling that she wasn't alone. And then and something was actually right underneath her. She could feel this, this presence in the water. And she swam for a little bit longer and started feeling uneasy enough about it because it was dark that she thought, well, I'm going to swim back to the pier. And this presence was with, was with her the whole time. This, this being in the water was with her the whole time. And so she swam back to the pier with company. And as she got close to the pier, she, uh, there was the light uh, there. She was swimming toward the light. And as she got closer and was getting ready to get out of the water, one of the, the, the workers who worked on the pier called out her name, he knew her, and said, don't get out of the water. There's a, a baby whale there. And what had happened was that this baby whale had become separated from its mother and had just attached itself to the swimming creature in the, in, in the water. So she stayed in the water, and, and the water's quite cold in, in, in California. 
and the started getting you know sun started getting lighter so she stayed in the water to stay with this calf and then the call went out to uh, the fishing boats that had gone out for the morning to say do you see a mother whale that seems to be missing something and finally the word came back that yes someone had, someone had spotted uh, a female mother whale who was uh, seemed to be uh, searching for something and so they gave her the coordinates some folks got into a boat and this young woman swam in the direction of um, where the mother was and this calf just followed her just stayed right with her and finally when they got close enough and the calf could hear them the mother calling the calf swam to the mother and this young one was she was pretty tired right she she'd been in the water a long time she was pretty exhausted and they pulled her up into the boat and took her home so this is such a uh, an amazing story of, the, of generosity because it really would have been very easy to give way to fear you know or say well let's see if we can get the mother in to the calf but she actually took the calf to the mother swam the comp uh, swam with this calf until it was reunited with its mother so this is just this uh, inherent sense expression of generosity because she couldn't leave she wouldn't leave the calf to, to fend for itself she knew the mother would be distressed and, and also in this really amazing book um, field notes on the compassionate life there's a group of people it's a club kind of of people who are um, living organ donors and so they they donate their kidneys and so the the, the author of the book interviewed one of the people who who was a living organ donor who donated a kidney and said you know people need this People need this kidney. I've got two. I can spare one. And he said, if I had a thousand kidneys, I would donate 999 of them. So there's many ways, many expressions of dana, of generosity, of this practice of open-heartedness and one of the names for Avalokiteshvara is Kanon and the, the Kan the beginning is is the uh, word to see so not only does she hear the cries of the world but she sees the suffering of the world 
And this transformation, this crossing to the other shore is really about crossing over from the small self to where we are self-focused and opening up our vision and seeing what's needed. Like offering someone a towel after they've washed their feet. I would say that dana, that generosity, also means not taking the people in our lives for granted. Or to try to make them into something or someone we want them to be. Seeing, being with them where they are. Uh, and also not making assumptions about them. So um, Joko Beck says it's a mistake to confuse people's behavior with who they are. And this is a this is an example of that of really um, allowing everyone to be their full and complete expression without trying to fix them. or to help them be better. So what we find is whenever we do something like this, whenever we try to change someone or we take them for granted, or we make assumptions about them as we actually end up dehumanizing them, otherizing them. No matter what our intentions are, whether we think they're good intentions, the effect is the same. It's, it's not our job to fix people. And it also means not having the, the view that people are, are there for our benefit. In a me-centered world, it's, it's very easy to do. It's very easy to do. When I used to do car sales, there was one, there was this, uh, whenever we were going over the features and benefits of the car, we always had to come at it from the angle of what's in it for me, in terms of, for, in terms of looking at it to their point of view. So all the things that they wanted, we had to make sure and point out. All the things that addressed what they wanted or didn't want, how the car didn't have those features. All the guys are trying to sell a car. So this, this Donna is really asking us to explore our relationship with ourselves and with others. And it, and it has these expressions. Um, 
of our relationships with people and like relationships with money. The reason that um, the Buddha often had people practice uh, dana with money, um, non-monastics, is because he knew that it was very easy to attach us um, a sense of self to like, how much money one earns. So, so he literally had them practice with with money in that regard. One teacher I know who who also runs his temple by by Donna says um, much to the chagrin of the people who um, probably his board. I would probably say he doesn't talk about money. He doesn't talk about Donna with uh, people who come to his center. He wants them to discover their relationship with Donna on their own. And they begin to wake up on their own, which is in, its, which is in itself a really wonderful act of generosity, giving the space for people to discover their relationship Uh, with the temple, actually, you know, and the people they and, and the people that are around them. So really, what we're what we're talking about is with with Donna, with the with the spirit of generosity, we are renouncing a sense of separation, a sense of self and other. We're also renouncing this otherizing that I mentioned. And the, the Buddha also had one of the really great Anna practices that he would have people do, which is to give a gift to someone they're angry with. Yeah. There probably wasn't a box of scorpions, you know. Uh, something that actually requires us, that, that calls forth our better nature. There's so many ways to practice with, gener with generosity for both uh, ourselves and for others. I realize I've just, I probably talk, speak on and on about this because now more than ever, we need this generosity. We need this generosity in our daily lives. We need this generosity in our social media, public dialogue. This is, uh, we can only really be healed through this generosity. Overcoming 
this sense of other, of other. So maybe let's, maybe a good homework assignment would be for all of us to give a gift to someone we're not especially fond of. Whether it's physical or maybe chanting the, doing meta for the person. Because really everyone is worthy of love. No matter what examples to the contrary we may come up with, everyone is worthy of love. Everyone's worthy of generosity. So practice is to really look deep and see if we can find that aspiration for all beings. And let that aspiration be nourished, watered, let it bloom fully for the benefit of all beings. Thank you. Uh, I want to see if anyone has any questions.